Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Two Weird Didn't Watch, the show where we make fun of movies we have not seen based on nothing but their weird descriptions. I'm Branley. And I'm Albert. And last week, we covered the cinematic wonder of Swamp Zombies, Brantley. And we have a follow-up to that, a sequel, Swamp Zombies 2. Now, if you'll remember, the previous Swamp Zombies had, you know, sort of a standard low-budget zombie film where there Crazy was Crazy doctor, government said no, threw him in the swamp, and then zombies. Right, and the people were fighting the swamp, zombies off in the swamp. With I, a I hot just, dude. Uh, yes, a very, a very beautiful, innocent bystander man. Yes, uh, I, and I just, some ugly cops and stuff. It's important, I, I, I'm not just doing this to establish the, like, what happened before. It, you need to have all that information to understand how weird this next one is. The hottest reality TV show in the world, Lucky Stiffs, is about to get even more hot. Okay. Contestants from all over all over the globe try to win big cash prizes and fame by competing on the show against each other and survive the show's stars, zombies. Okay, it's like one of the bits at the end of Shaun of the Dead. I, I just love the fact that, like, they they made, like, a standard, you know, like, uh, what is the, not Cabin in the Woods, Evil Dead, right? You go, they go to the, the cabin in the woods, and they're like, okay, well, we'll follow that up, and we'll basically do the same thing. And then the third one, they kind of go, like, a little bit crazier. This one just, like, completely takes a left turn from standard horror movie to commentary about reality TV, but with zombies. I mean, last one was about how the government ruins everything by being involved. Yeah, but that's, again, I, I, I think that's a pretty standard trope in those types of movies. Yeah. Reality TV, not so much. <laughs> However. Maybe they noticed the gulf. And it's like, we got to fill that. There's the a sequel pro- to our cinematic masterpiece. Well, also the fact that, like, people. Also, a question that just occurred to me. Are the zombies, are they finding zombies in the swamp or are they just, like, muck-covered zombies in the city? No, they're they're fighting them in the swamp before. Okay, cool. Which, okay, so in the, I don't know in Lucky Stiffs if they're fighting them in the swamp, though. That's an interesting question. I, I in, my, in my mind, it's I'm like very a disappointed swamp this set. called Swamp Zombies 2 Lucky Stiffs. <laughs> That's incredibly disappointing. Well, also, here's something that I wonder about. It, there were, they made a sequel. There must have been some fans of the original. Who, who's coming to be like, all right, I really enjoyed your low-budget zombie movie. I want to see what you guys got next. And they, like, just... Do something completely different. Look, the 18 guys who were really into that movie, let's give them something else to watch, I guess. And we'll do like a commentary about how it's about zombies, but it really makes zombies of us all. <laughs> yes. However, there's a problem. Oh, really? Yeah. There, as, They're which, playing with zombies and there's a problem. A is renegade, this what you're telling me, Al? A renegade... The, 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 the funny part is this has nothing to do with this. Renegade contestant... And in parenthesis, mouse. I'm gonna guess that's a musical guest. There's dead mouse. I don't have any idea, man. I'm just telling you they they labeled him as mouse. Either the character's name in the show, or like a nickname, or or there's a musician called by. mouse. Is trying to expose the show as unethical, and the <laughs> show. <laughs> so, so he was presented to the world that this is a show where you go on. You compete against each other, and you try not to get eaten by the undead corpses of former humans. And he's like, guys, I, I hate to break it to you, but I think there's something unethical going on with this, and it's I'm, really upsetting to me. I'm going to go on the show undercover and crack this case wide open. 
we're gonna figure out what they're doing. It's like, no, it's in the pitch. It's called lucky steps. They, they're very upfront about it. In fact, we should be concerned about why they were allowed to go on air with that. <sighs> but no, you you keep chasing the rabbit hole. There's some ethics issue here. He's trying to expose the show as unethicals, and the show's producers are grasping as straws to find Mouse. I guess it is the character's name. What? He's on the show! Well, yeah, but he's like probably not competing and is like hurting ratings just by ranting and raving about how it's unethical, and people are like, we know! That's why we watch! <laughs> why is this idiot on here? <sighs> oh, people so, get uh, in, so he's it's like awesome. a former contestant is what you're saying. What? You see, he's, like, he's like a former contestant. He's not competing right now on the show. Well, he went undercover, right? Uh, he's renegade. Doing, he's a renegade contestant. Yeah, I thought he was in the like on the show on the set every day, but like secretly trying to undermine them and like expose them for their whatever <laughs> unsavory things he thinks that they're doing. This family-friendly show about people getting eaten by zombies is a front for drug money. <laughs> when all the produ producers. John, John, John. Continue, I'm sorry. When all the producer's attempts have failed, he's left with one jo choice. Oh to free Jack, quote-unquote, that's another person's uh, zombie's name, actually, from a top-secret Black Ops prison and send him into the show. Oh, no, he's not a zombie. I'm sorry. Who is Jack? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to assume Jack is somebody from the first movie. That's all I can think of. Jack. So what I'm, what I'm getting from this is these people have a admittedly questionably ethical... Right, handle right. on the zombie issue and he's like there's something wrong going on he's gonna ruin it for everyone by re-releasing the zombies yes but no, okay so Back into the jack swamp is not where a they zombie belong, I, I, I said he was i said he was a, i said he was a zombie and that was not correct i thought i thought that i had seen something at the end that said something about him being a zombie but he's not which is sad because the next sentence starts with the words Jack has the kung fu skills to stay alive. Kung fu zombie. I wish that, yes, I think we've actually covered some kung fu zombie movies on this show before. To find Mouse and to bring her, that was a genuine shock to me, to the producer. They, how are we supposed to know this character's a woman if they don't mention that she's attractive? I've told you, because all attractive non-gender-specific so. dudes. Yeah. Anyway, he has the kung fu skills. Yeah. He has a skunk. <laughs> the skunk Watch skulls. out, the zombie has a skunk. Jack has Zombie the Jack. kung fu skills to stay He's alive. He's a kung fu skunk. Uh, yada yada, bring to the producer. Dot, 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 dot. Like a long ellipsis. This person has five dot ellipses. It's like a five minute pause. And he knows a thing or two about zombies. Well, they're on reality TV. They're not everybody a secret. <sighs> I like the idea of this guy's just like a paranoid lunatic who's just ruining the show. And everybody's like, everyone knows, dude. They all know it. It says in the title, Lucky Stiffs, and then we talk about how it's about zombies. There's some guy Every single like, episode, we have a disclaimer informing people that it's actual zombies. There's some guy who has a YouTube channel, like, yelling about, I'm pretty sure, guys, I've cracked the code. Saudi Arabia has some shady business practices. And they're like, but what about, like, how they don't treat women well and are right? And like, shady nope. business. <laughs> Next up, we have The Boogans. Okay. I love that title. I'm just going to say, like, it's, I don't know. Like, there's ways to make fun of it, but I don't really want to. Oh, no, I think it's a great monster like, name. Yeah, it's no. It kind of reminds me of, what are the things in uh, that Stephen King short story where they, like, go to tomorrow? The Langoliers. The Langoliers, yeah. The way they look in the TV show. It, they're, they, like, balls with teeth? Yeah, I mean, that's how he describes them, but they're badly rendered. Uh, th yeah. th <laughs> this seems like a better name for something like that. Boogans. 
after 70 years. I'm picturing the like, evil little troll things. Like the one from uh, the cat's eyes. That would work too. After 70 years, the Silver City Mine is reopening. Oh, I'm glad that got resolved. Yeah. Next movie. <laughs> next up, we have the next. No. <laughs> Two miners, Mark Kiner and Roger Laurie. How much is that guy made fun of for his name rhyming with Miner? Minor? We got the Miner Kiner over here. Shut up, Laurie. <laughs> Just shut up. It's been 70 years, Roger. Shut up. The thing was, like, when he was a kid... He was His a miner. Dad, like, made the joke. All right, all you minor kiners, come on! And like, he like he thought by the when he turned eighteen, he had shook it, and then he got pulled back into the mining industry. <laughs> anyway, Kiner and, and Roger Lawyer, yeah, Roger Lawyer. His Lurie. dad was a miner, so he's it's like it's a family of minor kiners, and this one here is a miner. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Shut up, Dad. Des- they descend into inside to see if the mine can be used. Once it's deemed unusable. They blow the mine. All right, cool. Moving over. Moving on. Yep. Okay. So next <laughs> up, we have the nest from night. No, that's still there's still more. Uh, traveling down another shaft, the groove, the groove, the the crew. I wanted to say group, and the word is crew, and it's the Groot. The Groot discovers now. a giant cavern inside the mine. It's what giant cavern inside the mine? Yes, that's what a mine is. No, a mine is a series of tunnels. Yeah, I guess. It's just a bigger tunnel. A mine is just a cave you happen to be digging in deliberately to mine things out of. Including a graveyard of human bones. That's just... Okay, so you stop, you close the mine, you go contact authorities, and you get paid by the government so they can handle it. Do you think that, uh, in my mind, like, it's an actual, like... Cemetery. Cemetery, right, with this fence around it. and I would say yes, except there were human bones, unless they just... Yeah, yeah. Unless they dug one up, just be like, why are the... How creepy would that be, though? You're in an undiscovered cave. Like, you're just walking in, and there's just... Or, like, you you actually had to break down a wall to get there. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like, there's, like, I think there's there's, like, a space on the other side, and they break through, and there's just, like, a graveyard. They had a little bit of something like that in As Above, So Below. Where they get in, like, the one in deep into the yeah in the catacombs, and there's like a car burning underground, and like a, a like a piano or something. That there's different things that represent people, different things of the people there. I don't know, but that that would be even more creepy to me. Roger's friends Trish Michaels and Jessica Ford travel up to a nearby cabin for a fun weekend. I guess it's like the B plot, like they're in town doing work, and their friends are like. He has two, the two female friends, by the way. Neither of them attractive. No, <laughs> no, no, don't miss the, listen, we, want, we don't want you to understand. These are two fatties. That's why they're just his friends. Okay. Uh, and he's not into that. Him travel- also unattractive though, by the way. Yes. Him like, and Roger. No Roger pretty looking Mark. people in this movie. It's just actually hard to look at. <laughs> they travel up to it's like a whole by- cast of Deadpools <laughs> and Freddy Krueger's nearby cabin for a fun weekend. The four go about having a fun weekend. I guess mission accomplished. Yeah, good While job. back on the mine, people are disappearing. Soon enough, even Roger disappears. Maybe it's even pe- Roger. No, not Roger. What about the minor kiner? <laughs> well, the others are at a local bar. Maybe he just like found an attractive person that was interested in him. Huh. He has he, has, he hasn't seen any of those in a while. 
Knowing that something is wrong in the mine, they travel back to find the disappearances. That's a weird oh, way cool. to Oh, cool. Mission accomplished. Good. Yeah, we'll be over. All right, so next up we have The Nest from 1988. <laughs> I'm just going to milk this joke until there's nothing left. <laughs> Once there, they have to ward off the tentacles of a rampaging monster. <laughs> Whoa! Let loose by the opening of the mine. Was not prepared for tentacles. That said, movie over. It actually is over this time. I yes. do. I, I'm interested in this uh, this image of like you're in a mine. It's a dark place, and there's just tentacles that are like popping out of the darkness, coming for you. That seems cool. I'm looking at the picture here. It's just a that's just skeleton hands. Not helpful to me. It's a cool go, poster, go, but it go doesn't to Google images. All right, we're going to Google Images. This won't help people listening, but I want to see the Boogans. Oh, it's a cool-looking little monster. It's kind of similar to what you were talking about, really. Kind of cute. Yeah. In an evil demon way. There's a girl in a towel. Well, tentacles. Yeah, I don't think... Are those... I don't know that I would classify those as tentacles. Man, Maybe this girl must spend a lot of time in this towel. And then she's in the shower. There she is in the t- towel again. A lot of people really interested in this girl in the towel. Now she's dead with the towel around her. Okay. Spoilers. Moving on. Guys, if you go to watch the Boogans and you see somebody in a towel, they like to get it. like half the movie? <laughs> Possibly. But it never falls down. It's weird. Yeah. Next up we have The Nest from 1988. Richard Tarbell plays the local sheriff on a small island just off the coast of California called Northport. He does he... They have yeah, they an have a name actor's the, name listed. So is he like an actor within that, or is this like a show within a show? Maybe they're just saying like he's... oh oh no okay see this is a me- this is an intellectual title. It's about a nested series of things. All right, okay, kind of so, similar to uh, I forget what the name of that movie is. Uh, Synecdoche, New York. I don't know what that is cool. He's dating a waitress who works in the local diner. Who plays her? And who plays the lady playing her? I don't know. However, his ex and Mayor Elias Johnson's daughter, Elizabeth, flies back into town. It turns out that Mayor has been a, a, has allowed a company called Intech and Dr. Morgan Hubbard to connect genetic ex- connect conduct genetic experiments, the purpose of which are to create the ultimate pest control that doesn't use pesticides or sprays genetically altered cockroaches that are supposed to eat other roaches. Although it's never explained how these roaches themselves would be controlled. Maybe nobody thought about that small point. Now the sentence is over, apparently. <sighs> so, you see, she swallowed the cat to eat the rat to eat the spider that wiggled and jiggled inside her. What is that from? That's a nursery rhyme. Okay. It's this lady, she, like, ate a spider, I think. It sounds and like she keeps the... eating increasingly absurd things to get rid of the spider. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, kind of like. Well, yeah, kind of like when we released cats in Australia to kill the rats that we released into Australia, and then there was a rat problem in Australia and a cat problem. And there was a rabbit problem, because people, we need to leave, leave Australia, just all of humanity, except the people who were been, there. We've dunked on Australia recently. Let's let's let them have their day for now. They're a nightmare world. Uh, I, I, I like that the person is nitpicking the premise already here, where they're like, yeah, okay, so we have these roaches that eat other roaches, but we never, like... Like they are. So, do they just look like bigger roaches? Maybe, or maybe. Or are maybe. they like monster roaches? Well, the next thing says. Unfortunately, I, the next thing is a sentence. Brentley, the next sentence says. Unfortunately, these, these roaches eat everything else as well. 
So it's like a gray goo situation, but with cockroaches. Yeah. First turning cats and dogs into skinless carcasses, eating all the meat from the local store and all the glue that binds the books together at the local library. What? That's made of horses. No, I get that, but like... They like protein. I, I feel like the escalation was lost there when you ended with the books. I'm more concerned, more curious about the just the skinless corpses. They only ate the skin of the cats and dogs. That will kill ate, you. But the, Yeah, but then they go on to eat all the meat from the local stores. They had meat there. Maybe like They're probably going to move on to the meat anyways. When the still. person says skinless, they might be just saying like there were skeletons. They may be... Strip the flesh from the bone. Okay. I, Same thing with that ambiguity. I, I, I know this is the first time this has happened, but I, I would like to entertain the possibility that somebody writing an IMDb description at some point might not have had great English grammar. I don't know. No. I, I This is why we need to stick to KGF Fissers. Yes. So, so you don't have any issue with them just ending with, oh, yeah, by the way, the books, they ate the, the binding, too. I mean, that's dumb, but whatever. The watched, books are fine, by the way. It's I just the Doctor binding. Like somebody... I mean, yeah, again, they eat the protein. Yeah. Like, that's probably the thing. is like cockroaches are higher in protein, so we engineer these ones to have a high protein requirement so they wouldn't cur- uh, lead them to eat the other cockroaches. Okay. And they're just like, wait, aren't we made of protein? <laughs> oh, no! We've already released them. Our plan may not have been thought, well thought out. <laughs> they seem to be everywhere. They're cockroaches. They're not, but they seem to be really. No, yeah, it's just like, this is just an inconvenience. Like, oh, these things are everywhere, trying to eat me everywhere. I'm just trying to get my groceries. That's that's another thing that, uh, so I've been listening to, I actually binged it in like two days. There's a podcast called 372 Pages We'll Never Get Back, and it's about the two books that Ernest Klein has written, uh, Armada and Ready Player One. And they criticize many of his things that he does in his writing. And one of the things that he does a lot is he has a first-person perspective. But he keeps saying things like, I seemed to. I, I, it felt like, like he doesn't know if things are actually happening or not. Like things that he should, as the narrator, know. <laughs> they seem to be everywhere, everywhere, and the local exterminator, Homer, can't cope. I want to believe that he's named after the poet and not the character from The Simpsons. It's a very highbrow set of parents, and he decided he was going to be an exterminator instead of follow their nonsense with books. Well, That's why came, the books tie in. This came out in 1988, and I assume he was not named after Homer. It could have been. Could have been. It could have been written by the same guy who created The Simpsons. Maybe Homer's Macaroning. Homer was named after this guy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> How big are these cockroaches again? It doesn't say. Big enough to eat other cockroaches. So, well, yeah, big least... enough to kill other cockroaches and consume them. Well, big enough to eat cats. Yes, and dogs. they might also. Well, I'm assuming swarming. a swarming thing. Yeah, which cockroaches normally swarm though. I, the so sense I'm pretty here... sure this isn't following actual behavior of a cockroach. Kind of follows up on the disappointment of the book thing in that it's like we have we we've reached this sort of high point of roaches eating cats and dogs, and then like we go down to books, which we don't really care about, and then this guy. Local exterminator can't cope. Like, this is a lot of books. And he's like, just like, man, my girlfriend just, left me, and like, I'm really trying to kick this heroin habit. Habit. I just don't know, man. It's just, uh, life is kind of so hard difficult. sometimes. And jeez, <laughs> like you think about it, and wow. I, I've I've been working like I've got so much overtime, and I just don't have any time anymore to like, go see the new Pacific Rim you movie. Think they could hire someone else, and I mean that movie was kind of okay, but still. I was amazing, actually. Yeah, I like, really the loved opinions it. Opinions differ. Some of the things were bad. 
The mayor summons <laughs> Hubbard from Intech and demands she stops her wor- stop her work. They soon discover that these genetically created roaches mutate from generation to generation. Like everything else. Yes, that's just how life works. And are starting oh my to God. become resi- resistant to all scientific attempts to destroy them. Break they- out the magic! <laughs> that's exactly where I was going. <laughs> get the wizard They're spell! They're just like Superman. Like <laughs> He can take a punch, but you get some magic out. Huh. <sighs> And they start to become disgusting hybrids of themselves and what they've eaten. I was about okay. to say, just Scott so the Chimerians got it. Okay. Hubbard convinces Mayor Johnson that she can destroy the roaches and prevents him from evacuating the town at the expense of wild hysteria, even though the entire town has been eaten by the roaches, except Sheriff Tarvel, the mayor, Doctor Hubbard, Elizabeth, and Homer. So we should officially stop caring <laughs> about everyone involved. The, the fact that... So, so this sentence has not ended, by the way. There's only like four sentences in this uh, almost half a page description. But he has already ordered the chemical spraying of the town, fearing the roaches will spread to the mainland with a lethal, lethal dose of poison that would also be fatal to any person still left on the island. And they still need need to turn the lighthouse on to cancel it. But predictably, the light doesn't work. Do they not have boats that they're on an island? Um, I think that they're they... signaling the per- like somebody's probably coming from the shore with a plane. No, I'm saying like they're cancel. They're trying to cancel with the light. The apocalypse. Roach apocalypse. <laughs> Which better name than the nest? Honestly, in my opinion. Um, I lost my train of thought. Oh, you were saying boats? Yeah, no, just get on a. Are they just worried that there might be people still out there? I mean, the the description seems to be pretty confident they're the not. The description is, but they may not be. They may not be. Because if they are, they should just leave. I mean, yeah, spray it all. Murder roaches that are mutating to giant monsters. Kill them. Also, like, I mean, at this point, I don't know how small this town is, but it is big enough to have a sheriff and a mayor and, like, a local diner. I mean, so it's more than 100. The island and Jaws had a sheriff. And it was relatively large. Yeah, also, it had a lot true. of tourists. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, so the remaining... We can't sur- report giant roaches. That'll hurt the tourism. <laughs> All the tourists have literally died, sir. It's not like in Jaws when one person got eight. Every person is dead. All of them. It's everyone. Oh, we three in this room are all that are left. So the remaining survivors must either stop or face both mutant killer cockroaches and a lethal dose of chemical poison. They must find the roach's nest. Oh, no. And destroy the queen before it's too late. Movie! To be fair, it says they mutate into combinations of what they've already eaten. They could have eaten bees or ants. Yeah, but this is just the Chitari from Avengers again, which is... Hey, this is 1988. This is so, any movie with bugs that thinks they're all bees. But bees don't... Well, okay, if you kill the, the, the queen, does the, the hive just die? No. Okay. I mean, it can, because they can't have any more babies. Although, if she's given birth to other queens, then they'll be fine. They might split up into smaller hives for a little bit. I don't know how... But they don't all just suddenly drop dead because the queen... Like, they may not, they they may sort of not have a purpose anymore, but they're still buzzing around eating things. Yeah. I wonder if any of these ate fish. 
I'm a, I have that has to be the ending. Fishing has to be like some part of the island's economy. Yeah, a cockroach fish is swimming towards the mainland as the credits roll. Yeah, it's like a water beetle. And we get the nest too. Bum, bum, bum. Anyway, that's it. That's all we have for this week. Thank you so much, you guys, for uh, listening. If you like this, uh, don't forget to tell a friend about it. We need more people listening. Yeah, that'd be nice. We don't need, you know what? We don't need anything. I would appreciate new people. We would like it. More yeah. people. Also, people who listen now, just how you doing? Hi. What's up? Oh, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. No, oh man, I'm sorry. No, I'm sure she was cool. Or anyway, he, whichever. <laughs> well, and attractive. <laughs> if you want that. Eye of the beholder, man. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. <laughs> it's the least care. judgmental podcast of all, unless you're a movie we haven't seen, in which case we'll tear you apart. <sighs> Bye, everybody. Use bad grammar. Yeah. <laughs>